It's the True Achievements Podcast. On today's show... Plastic Fantastic. Rock Band 4 is announced. Legends on the Cheap. Fable and Rayman free to play. Turbo Controller. Site updates bring speedier lists. Undead Everywhere. A massive What You're Playing update. And more idea Xbox games than you can shake a D-pad at. All this and more on your Twitch streaming, zombie killing, PAX visiting, True Achievements podcast. everyone to the True Achievements Podcast for early March. Um, we are sitting down at a regular basis again, and uh, as always, I am your host, OSU Blue Jacket, otherwise known as Jonathan or Jay. Joining me this month, we have Rich. Say hello, Rich. Hey, back. Yeah, I'm back. back. Nice to be back. And we've got Dave K. Say hello, Dave. Hello. Um, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michelle is currently at PAX East, so we are hoping to sit down mm-hmm next week and do a PAX special so we can talk about all the stuff she saw and all of the major announcements that are happening right now. Um, so we'll be yeah. basically talking about everything up until the Friday before PAX today. So if you're itching for PAX goodness, it is coming at Prodness. We'll, we'll have something coming soon. Coming soon. Um, so with that in mind, let's go ahead and just jump into what you guys have been playing. Uh, Rich, you have the longest list out of all of us. So I have. Why don't you tell us what you've been playing. Sure, I have. I've been playing quite a lot, actually. In fact, it's even longer than this. But um, since the last time I was on, but I've scrapped a few of them. Um, I've I've played quite a lot of um, ID. I guess you call them titles these days. I was going to say XBLA, but um, we'll come on to the site platform changes later. But uh, ID type games, including Zombie Driver Ultimate Edition, which I did pick up quite a long time ago. Uh, but there's recently been two big title updates for that game, including massive. Uh, achievements the base game is now worth or sorry the total gamer score on the game is now 2000 wow. and um, it's got a very tasty 4000 plus ta um, for the whole game and it's not like unachievable stuff um, a lot of it's you know getting a lot of zombie kills um, the game itself is like a top-down driving um, game where you generally have to go and rescue various um guys from different buildings um and there are just hordes and hordes and hordes of zombies um you choose the vehicle um to go and pick them up in and you can upgrade those vehicles and there's weapon pickups all over the map um rail guns uh, machine guns uh flamethrowers that type of affair but there's just masses and masses of zombies and it's quite a lot of fun um pinging around the map running them over killing them and some of the achievements are for things like kill 10,000 um zombies with your flame flower flame thrower easy for me to say um and that's you know that's reasonably easily achievable so it gives you an idea of how much zombie killing there is in this game but it's it's a lot of fun it's relatively cheap i think it's about 12 pounds probably around 15 bucks at a guess uh, but it's a lot of content in there as well as the story mode which i think there's about 30 missions there's also um like a, a slaughter mode in which is like a survival mode um, with just an infinite number of zombies to kill, um, and then there's a whole other tournament section, which is I don't think any of it is is online. I think it's all offline, but it's a lot of fun, a lot of content, um, and relatively achievable achievements. 
Okay. So pick it up if that's your type of thing. Uh, I have also been playing on a similar theme, Riptide GP2, which is, I believe Dave has played too. Yeah. Have I'm you got the completion on that through. now? Not yet, no. Okay. That is a jet ski um, racing Wait, 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 wait a second. Are you saying we finally have <laughs> the Hydro Thunder Hurricane yes. follow-up yeah. that, exactly. that the comment section <laughs> well, of the top five is demanding? Hydro Thunder, <laughs> Hydro Thunder is more a boat game, uh, whereas this is a jet ski game. Um more in the style of Wave Racer. Do you remember that yeah, Nintendo 64 yeah, that. title? It's very similar to that sort of thing. Um, it's actually really, really enjoyable. Like The first time I started playing it, I thought, this looks like a PS2 game. It's not beautiful by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the audio is not very well done, I would say. But it is really quite addictive. and um, Or addicting, as you would say, Jay, probably. Um, and it has quite a, a well-judged difficulty level. Um, some of the later races you can only unlock really when you've got decent enough equipment. And again, it's a, a similar thing to Zombie Driver where you can buy other cars and get upgrades for your car, uh, for your jet ski, sorry. Um, and you really do need those upgrades in order to progress through the game. There's a lot of races. I think there's something like 80 races, maybe. That's yeah, a guess. That, I guess yeah. Um, and some of the, it varies in type. So there's normal, as you'd expect, standard races, which I think is like eight races in the race. And then there's stuff like elimination, where every 10 seconds the last person gets eliminated, that sort of stuff. But there's also trick events as well. So there's jumps around the tracks, and there's you know quite a varied amount of tracks. And uh, yeah, I've I've actually really enjoyed playing it after the initial half an hour of like, this isn't great. I I really enjoyed it. I got the full completion. Um, I would say that achievements are very weirdly spaced out. Like you can get quite a lot right at the start, and then there's just this huge gap. Oh, and yeah. then I think in my very final race, I pop like six achievements all at once for the final race. It's like really weirdly balanced um, achievement-wise. But it's, I, I would recommend it. It's good if you like racing games or um, Hydro Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> the more the more we keep probably... playing games with achievements in mind, I, that's something I'm noticing more and more. Is you can tell which developers really take a lot of consideration into how they lay out their achievements. Like I feel every game has, you know, one or two, you pop like right away at the beginning, kind of give you that sweet taste. Yeah. And then if yeah, they can, yeah. well, you know, met them out over the course of the game evenly, I think that's a really good side of good design. Whereas some of them, you know, it's just the very last level pops six or eight of them. And I'm like, Oh, you just ran out of time. You just squeezed them all in at the end. Yeah. yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, on that topic, um, I've started playing the crew this week, which I was, if you remember, um, really excited for it, E3, maybe two and a half right, years yeah. ago, that trailer. The first trailer I saw for that, I thought it was amazing. Then I played it at Gamescom two years ago, and I thought it was garbage. Um, and it's just put me off completely. But um, I picked up this week because it was really cheap. And um, I've been playing it, probably put four hours into it, and I have not yet popped an achievement. Wow. I've got to say the handling is a million times better than it was two years ago so they've sorted that out but how weird is that you play a, like a massive you know it's a, a huge ubisoft title you play the game for four hours without even popping a single achievement so it's not even on my card on ta yet so um <laughs> that's just weird I so, you, just, so you can still you so can still back out and, and never have it stain your card i could you know what looking at the achievement list it's, it's pretty tricky and it's all the reason you know the reason i haven't popped one yet is because a lot of the achievements are focused on being part of a crew, and I've just been playing it single player. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I know Dave's picked it up, so I think we're going to try and play some um, together this week, or maybe next. Um, so, I'm quite looking forward to it. The handling is decent. The, you know, there's a sort of storyline 
thing <laughs> going on, which is always difficult to do in a racing game. But it, you know, it's been quite enjoyable so far. Again, the difficulty level seems quite well, um, well judged. Uh, I've just been winning when I've been winning, and there's been a few times when I've come sort of second or third, and I've gone and redone those races. So I've quite enjoyed playing that as well, um, even though you won't see it on my card as yet. Um, for points, I've been playing. So I'm. I'm in a GTA SC team with Dave, and I played some games for points. Um, there was a challenge two weeks ago for the whole of your team to get 2,015 gamer score, mm-hmm. each person on the team. So in order to facilitate that, I was playing some Walking Dead, which obviously I've already right. played on 360. I picked up the Telltale um, bundle when it was really cheap um, oh. a few months ago. So I've been playing through Walking Dead Season 1. Um, and some of season two as well, actually. Um, as and I also played the Game of Thrones. Um, rich and I, or no, not Rich. You're Rich. I am. Dave and I have been loving on <laughs> um, Game of Thrones. Now, Rich, are you watching? Have you watched the show or read the books? No. So okay. I've not. I've not watched any of the show. I know none of the lore. Um, I played the first episode all the way through, um, which was okay. I just I found it strange that you were jumping between the characters you were controlling. And I presume right. are those characters in no, the show? No, none of those like characters, characters are in the show. No. Uh, they're only okay. that whole family is evidently only very briefly mentioned in the books. Like it's a one sentence thing in one of the books that mentions that family, and that's the only reference right. in any of the official stuff to them. But the jumping between characters that is very much something that's built into the show and the books. So that's very much in, in right, homage okay. to yeah. them in the in the style. I found it slightly weird. Like you, you sort of lose the flow of the story. It's almost like three separate, effectively yep. three separate stories at this point, having just played the first one. It was okay. I mean, I found there was less to do yep. than Walking Dead. It was much more dialogue driven. Um, but it's easy points. And to be honest, that's why okay. I was playing it. I, yeah. I, I was, I was mad. curious to find the, find the, uh, <laughs> I wanted to hear the opinion of somebody who had like no experience with the books there or the show, how they felt that it was, because I feel like Dave and I were, were that set-up audience where we both generally enjoy Telltale games. We both really liked the inspiration source material. So we were kind of like naturally predispositioned to enjoy that stuff. It was okay. I mean, I found it interesting. You had to choose between when you're playing as the young... Um, is he a king? Or is the young sort of ruler yeah. um, that gets sort of thrown into a situation where you have to choose to who's going to be your right-hand man. And both of them yeah. seem like a bit of a dick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that was sort of the major... The major dilemma of the episode, and, it was like, and, oh, and that's kind honest. of the they're both, um, they're both dicks. <laughs> that's like the 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 big message out of that Game of Thrones as a whole is that nobody is really super awesome. There are a lot of people who are just yeah. total <laughs> like just and, and yeah. like no, there's never going to be the mega happy ending. That's so no. okay. We're gonna Sorry, I derailed you. So out. go ahead, keep on. No, no, no that's fine. So that was uh, that was also one of the ones I played. Um, I'm going to talk about Another Worlds briefly. So this is um, an ID game, which is a remake of an old Amiga <laughs> title, <laughs> um, which is like a... I'm not even how you, sure how you describe it. It's a sort of side-on animated... Uh, sort of one screen per um, level, sort of fixed... You know, uh, what, would you, what do you call those games? Um, there's, a sort of, uh, there's a standard Nintendo game that everyone always uses to describe these games where it's just one screen and then you move off to the side and it's another screen and you can access different parts once you've done adventure game no it's got a type wolf uh can't remember anyway what's the one what was the um 
Okay, I'll I'll find out what these games are called another time. Um, no but time. anyway, it's dire. <laughs> it's abysmal. I only found out that it was. I I struggled with the controls. I couldn't get my character to do anything that I wanted to do. I was continually dying. Uh, it's incredibly frustrating. And eventually, I finished it. But it was one of the least enjoyable gaming experience I think I've ever had. So even though I was playing it for points, I would highly not recommend this game to anybody. Um, it's about two hours, isn't it? If you, it's a full. If you it's the a full thousand, Yeah. To, I, if anyone does, um, unfortunately, accidentally purchase this game, one tip <laughs> I would give you is: do not use the analog controls. Use the D-pad for all of your movements, because that was the only way I could get it to actually do what I wanted it to do. Um, so, a little tip for you there. But yeah, another world. I do not recommend that game. And there's some bits where you have to be quite accurate with your movement as well, I found. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, yeah, it's like, really like that. And things like that, and you just can't get your character to do what you Oh, want I think I want to say Castlevania for the type of game. Um, oh, yeah, okay, oh, okay. That's yeah, sort of, Metroidvania. Now I know what you're talking about. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, and then I want to talk about Far Cry 4. So I have played various other games, but I want to talk about Far Cry 4. So... Um, I was a massive fan of Far Cry 3, like huge, like got the full thousand, absolutely loved it. Um, and so I was really, really looking forward to starting this, this game. I picked it up ages ago really, but never hadn't actually got around to starting it. And I was blown, the first half an hour, I was absolutely blown away. That protagonist is one of the most evil, nasty, awesome <laughs> protagonists that I've ever seen in any video game. And I absolutely loved that opening sequence. It's so, so good. And it looks better as well, doesn't it? That was the first sort of obvious upgrade because I've been playing a lot of the, as I say, the sort of ID games and it was like, wow, it's nice to actually put a game in that looks spectacular. <laughs> it really did look stunning. Um, and then you don't really hear from that guy again for the next sort of 20 hours of play. I, I, I was Yeah, they don't make the most of it. He's just not, not involved in the rest of the story. And I was quite surprised how anyone that's played both Far Cry 4 and Far Cry 3 We'll, we'll tell you straight away the amount of identical game mechanics. I mean, they've not even slightly changed them. It's just like the picking up the plants to make syringes and the climbing the towers to unlock the map. It's just it's just identical to Far Cry Three, and I was a little bit disappointed with that. I th- it's got elephants. It does have elephants. Yeah, is that the one difference? I mean, and the, oh, you can um, f- helicopters. Can't you fly around in helicopters? Yeah, the you can get in a sort of glidery thing. Well, yeah. But I think you could do that in three. I can't remember. I think this just is is a good statement towards the course of AAA development right now. Like, Ubisoft made money hand over fist on Far Cry 3, and it was really well received by critics. So, hey, if it worked once, let's just do it again. I Um, I agree to a degree. But it's just, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I, I did play Far Cry 2, but I didn't really get into it anywhere near as much as I enjoyed 3. And I felt 3 was a very different game. I don't know whether that's... That's fair on the amount that I put into Far Cry 2 because I wouldn't, I don't have a full um, judgment of that game. But four is just a carbon copy. I mean, it really is exactly the mm-hmm. same as three, um, and it's even got the annoying Shangri-La sort of yeah. mystic weird <laughs> levels tripping. tripping. Yeah, yeah, like you think there's some people. I mean, I put that with the um, the stuff from the Assassin's series. Um, it's just there's a lot of I think there's a lot of people smoking too much. <laughs> Too much stuff at Ubi. <laughs> There's a lot of very strange... And those levels really bug me. Like, you go to shoot something and it disappears into a puff yeah, of smoke, yeah. then appears behind you and stabs you. And it's like, well, is that really fair? It's just it's, All that stuff bugs me. And there was there's a lot of it in Far Cry 4. I've just come into a section where there's just tons of it. I haven't finished the main story yet. And to be honest, the stuff I enjoyed doing most 
it's the stuff on the map, like the side missions. And there's a ton um, of it as well, isn't there? Exactly. Yeah, there is a ton of it. Clearing out the outposts, I'm, I'm actually enjoying that more than the story, which is a real shame, because I, I thought the story in 3 was pretty decent. Um, but this one hasn't gripped me anywhere near as much. So, sort of, I think you gave it a 4, Dave, didn't you, in your in yeah. your official review? I think I'm I'm pretty much on that. I think I will, it's sort of around a 3.5 for me now, but I think once I finish the main story and then actually go back and clear up all the other fun stuff, I think it will bump it up to a four. I think that's how I'll probably feel. So I've been playing a ton of stuff, um, really. I've got um, a couple of others to talk about, but I think I'll wait till you guys discuss them yourselves. Um, so that's me done. All right. Um, Dave, what have you been playing? I, I'm looking at your list here, and it looks like you've been continuing a lot of the stuff from last month. You've added a few new <laughs> yeah. things as well. Yeah, just finished a few things I started last month, probably new this month, for that um, challenge that Rich said in the GTA SC. The, one of them for, um, I think it was the individual contest, you had to score under 1.2 mm. ratio, ratio. Yeah. for the week. So while you try to get the 2015 gamer score, you've got to keep, make sure they're pretty crap. So <laughs> <laughs> I played Truth or Lies. I don't know if any of you have ever attempted I've that. seen that. That was like a really <laughs> cheap game, wasn't it? Like it was very inexpensive and you could complete it in like 10 minutes or something. Well, Is I, it 360? Yeah, I picked it up for 50p. <laughs> I think I wow, saw that for like was... like less than five dollars or like three bucks or something at a yeah. Target once. Uh, this this would be about eighty cents. Yeah, it's, it's really... <laughs> and basically the premise of the game is you need a, a microphone, like so your rock band or guitar hero mic, and the game asks you questions and you got to tell the truth or tell a lie, and then other people have to guess if you're telling the truth or the lie, basically. Right. And that sounds terrible. Let me tell. Let me. Did you play this genuinely no, with a room no, full of people? No, no, no. I played it on my own one night. <laughs> and um, basically, the, the guide said the guide said to use like a really deep voice for one, and like a high pitched squeal for the lies. You know, so you can get each of the achievements. But and it worked all the way through until the very end. And there's one way you got to tell three lies on the trot. So right. I'd, I'd done the whole game in about half an hour. Just this one achievement left. And then to tell three lies on the trot, the stuff that I've been doing for lies just didn't work anymore. Oh. So I ended up <laughs> I ended up listening to, I can't remember if it was Eminem or something on the laptop, and putting the microphone in a specific <laughs> bit. <laughs> specific bit in a song that it'd pick up as a lie, but then you, you play the identical bit again and it'd pick it up as telling the truth. So these, what? Yeah, it was just it's just so random. Like that, that last achievement probably took me about two hours just to get it to get three lies on the trot. So, yeah, I don't recommend that game to anybody. <laughs> um, I played Never Alone. That was one of the earlier Idea Xbox titles. Um, it's a short game, just a little puzzle platformer. I think uh, I started that. It's quite got... cute, I suppose. Yeah. But... Is that the one where you can turn into, like, animals? and? Yeah, well, there's two characters. There's, there's, you, fox. Uh, there's a fox and then like the, the little girl, I think it is. And you just kind of switch between the two to get through different puzzles, and it's not mm. it's not a great deal pretty, to it, it, but yeah, it's nice nice looking game. Easy score. Yeah. Um, what else did I play? Adara. Have you ever any of you played that on Windows Eight? Nope. Nope. Just a, a straightforward point and click kind of like do you know like Sherlock Holmes type. Oh, okay. game. oh I have played that. Through solving puzzles. I, I, have played I think, that, I think yeah. the first episode's free, so if yes. you want some score, pick it up. It's two hundred. There's a really good guide on the site. Yes, like, I step, use that. Step for step. And then there's other episodes you can buy later on, but I think I'll leave it there, to be honest. Um, Riptide, like, I enjoyed it. I'm really, it's, what is it, £5? 
like four yeah, pounds, it was cheap, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cheap. So, yeah. so it's really cheap. But I'm at that stage where I've got the early score, and huh. then you've got to kind of grind it out for money yeah. to upgrade. So I haven't really touched that since. Um, I did almost the whole game on a up, fully upgraded Lancer. That would be my hint. I think that's it. I've, I've bought. I, can't, I think I've bought five so far. Okay. And I'm upgrading the last one, but it's taking a while because it costs a lot of money. Yeah. But it's good, isn't it? The, yeah, the difficulty level is quite well judged, I think. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like it's really like as you upgrade it, you can really see the the difference it makes, can't you? Mm. Like at first you turn in like a bus, it's really hard to maneuver around the track, <laughs> yeah. and then as you go on, it gets a little bit easier. Yeah. And so like at the end, when, once you're fully upgraded, you, you're pretty much flying. Yeah, no, it's good fun. Um, what else have I done? Uh, Life is strange. Of enemies, it's ringing on? a bell, but I haven't played it. Right, okay. It's um very much in the style of all of the Telltale games, so it's that kind okay. of story-based choices, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you enjoy that, I definitely recommend it. I think the first episode's out now. The second one's been delayed until the end of this month, I think. But it's, it's imagine the Walking Dead type games, but mm-hmm. done much okay. prettier. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not like the drawing kind of style. It's like a real kind of graphical style. It looks really good. Um, and then, at the moment, I'm playing Zombie Army Trilogy. Mm, I saw you playing that. Yeah. Um, good? Yeah, it's, I'm enjoying it. I think if you're in co-op and you've got a few friends with the game, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's um, very similar to... You played Sniper Elite games? Yes. So it's made by the same developers. The same, A lot of mechanics are the same throughout. Um, but basically, whereas Sniper Elite's all stealth and yeah. hiding, this is just basically shooting zombies Much more fun. for hours upon end <laughs> with a sniper rifle, basically. Um, it's... Forty pounds at the moment. So, Whoa! So yeah, so it's one of them where I think if it was a little bit lower priced, uh, you, it'd be hard not to recommend it because it is really fun in co-op. It, there's a lot of content. Like I've probably played, getting on for ten hours plus, and I'm I'm not even probably halfway through the different missions. I think there's three episodes with five. So is it? Is it I presume this isn't an ID game then. This this is a full retail well, it, release. It is, yeah, it's made by the same. It's Rebellion who made the Sniper, but I think they published it themselves. I don't think they did. They published Sniper themselves, but it's a, it's a full. I don't, definitely hear it's out on disc and mm-hmm. download. Uh, yeah, a lot of content. There's like a horde mode in it. The difficulty is quite good, so you're not going to just fly through it. A lot of achievements to go for. So <clears throat> I think if it was a little bit cheaper, you'd definitely recommend it. But forty pounds, it's quite expensive. Mm. And it is quite mindless. You just literally, it's just waves of zombies, waves of zombies, waves of zombies. Mm. Um, but yeah, I should hopefully have a review up on the site, I think, probably tonight, hopefully, I think. Mm. All right. But yeah, that's pretty cool. much it. A lot of stuff, just stuff I've done last month. All right. Um, I haven't played a whole lot of stuff, uh, mainly because I uh, I was finishing up Dying Light, uh, and I... I mean, we mentioned this before we got started, but I'm really getting burned out on the formula that Dying Light and games like Far Cry 4 and Assassin's Creed use, where they give you this big open world, fill it with crap, and then expect you to do all of it. Um, right, and yeah. Dying Light, for some reason, like, and I agreed with, uh, I know Andrew posted our review, I think he gave it like a 4 out of 5. Uh, I would not rate it that highly, but I understand why he did. Uh, the world is just so full of stuff to do, so many side missions, so much variety that it, it's almost overwhelming to, to try and get it all mm. done. Uh, and then the 
the things that really stuck out to me were it was not a world that I enjoyed being in. Now, there's something to be uh, said about playing in a post post apocalyptic world. Like I enjoyed running around in like Fallout Fallout Three. Um, that was a fun post apocalypse for me. But Dying Light, it's it was hard to get places because of the zombies and, and because of the just the way that the opening section of the world is laid out. Um, the game is based a lot around like parkour and running and jumping and climbing. And the first uh, massive large area that they set you up in seems to be okay for getting around like that. But when you get into the second area that you go to, which is much smaller, the, the world just opens up. Like the parkour feels great and it's fun to move around in and it's awesome. It really takes off in that second area, which is much, much smaller. But that first area just keeps beating you down with just terrible places to go to, and <laughs> you're, you, the weapon system like you're you're not a very you're not very good at combat right away. So you know three or four zombies can just take you down easily. And I understand that's a design choice, and some people may like it, and some people didn't. But I, I just felt the whole game to be a struggle. So at a certain point, I just snapped into I just want to get through this game, see the ending, so I can put it aside and say I'm done with it. So I really mainlined through the yeah. the main story after a couple hours, and then the ending of the game, I just found it to be total crap. Um, <laughs> because the ending of the game, and I caught some flack when I wrote an op about this for spoiling the end of the game, and if you think me saying you're going to stand over the bad guy at the end and, and beat him is spoiling a game, then really, I mean... Yeah, okay. that's all games. You shouldn't watch any films. <laughs> exactly. <either>. So, <laughs> no films, no but basically, games. if you don't want Dying Light spoiled for you, fast forward like 90 seconds here. So I'm going to give you a second. <laughs> fast forward 90 seconds starting now. Okay, so the ending of Dying Light. I'm going to spoil this for you too because I thought it was crap. But basically you climb to the top <laughs> of this tower and the big bad guy's there. And I'm literally like, I'm loaded up with all my weapons. And Dying Light does this really crap thing like... You've had a couple of boss battles where you go into this boss battle, like, loaded up with all your best weapons, and they just take them all away from you without any explanation. So then you have to fight with this one dinky weapon they give you to take down bosses, and it, that really made me mad. So I'm expect, half expecting this to happen, so I'm, like, ready to fight, but I got all my weapons. So instead of a fight, it's a QTE event. Just a quick time oh, event. Right. They hadn't used quick time events at all anywhere else in the game, so they chose to use a quick time event to end this game. And I was just like, that is lazy design. It, it just really made me angry. Uh, and, and then there was some some narrative stuff that I just thought was crap. But aside from that, the game plays great. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's objectively speaking, you can have a lot of fun playing this game, running around, making weapons, just taking down zombies, doing side quests. And, and I totally understand that, that our reviewer fell in love with this game, and kudos to him for doing it. I can't disagree with the reasons why he fell in love with it, but I just did, did not enjoy that game. So, I, I I don't know what to say. If you like Ubisoft-style games where you have big open worlds and tons of crap to do, you, you might you might enjoy Dying Light. Uh, but then after that, I moved on to a game that I really enjoyed. Uh, I started on Wolfenstein The New Order. Ah, yeah. interesting. Okay. So, so I started. Okay, Rich, you and I kind of talked too. a little bit. I think just you commented yes. on 
something that I said. I saw you tweet that you were like, I don't really get... In fact, just say what you yeah, said. Yeah, I was like... I was, I, was in I, I was a couple of missions in, and I was like, I don't get why people really love this game. It's perfectly average and acceptable in every way. Yeah, that's exactly how I'm feeling. At but the something switched, man. I'll tell you, like, I don't know at what point it switched to me, but it's at a certain point, I was in this game, and I'm like, this is awesome. This is a really great game. So maybe you just need to get a little bit further into it, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. the game's been out for, gosh, over a year now, and it's, yeah. I, I just found, like, the first couple of chapters were, they were just okay, but maybe at a certain point, and I'm not going to spoil anything story-wise, because I think it actually does have a really good story and some really good story twists in it, but at a certain point, I was just like, I'm really digging this game. A lot of really interesting environments, uh, interesting combat scenarios, I thought the weapons they used were, ended up being really good, um... And it, it looks fantastic. For being one of the, um, quote-unquote, older Xbox One games, it looks great uh, on Xbox One. And better, th- better than that, the yeah, achievements that. are all very easy to get. Um, to even... That's interesting you say that, because I, I think the list is quite interesting. Because the, the actual story-based stuff, there's very little, isn't there? Most of it's for doing specific things, like take down, enemy, take down a certain number of enemies with a particular weapon or in a certain way. Or certain particular enemies or stuff. And yeah, quite they, a lot of the that. game has a really kind of novel upgrade tree, um, which is branched. So once you say stealth kill five people with your knife, you get a little bump uh, to I forget which which mm-hmm. perk you get for that. But then it stealth, unlocks the yeah. next thing for you to work on that will give you another perk. So it's a very RPG style upgrade tree. The great thing about it is I was getting a lot of those pretty naturally with my my natural play style. But I was also replaying chapters after I beat them so I could find all the collectibles. And when I would do that, I'd kick down the difficulty and then I could work on some of those perks because none of those are difficulty-based. So you can really Mm. kick it down to the daddy-can-I-play difficulty and really be pretty much (laughs) invincible. Yeah, be pretty much invincible and work on those (laughs) unlocks. That's the best. Um, the best naming yeah. and level. the other great thing is uh after you beat the game on whatever difficulty you beat it on i think i beat it on the second hardest one just in my natural playthrough you can reload the final chapter and play it at the hardest difficulty and then pop oh. the achievement for beating the game on the hardest difficulty oh now that being said the, that last level <laughs> is tough so it is i mean i was able to right. beat it without a lot of trouble because there there are two boss battles at the end um, technically two and a half boss battles at the end that if you don't know what you're doing can be tough, but once you know what you're doing, I think you can get through them pretty easily. Uh, but I really, if you like shooters, you, you need to play Wolfenstein, the new order. And we have some news articles that'll tie into that a little bit more uh, later on in the show. But that is in hindsight, looking back to 2014, that's probably the shooter of the year for me. I think it's a better shooter than destiny. Uh, I I really enjoyed that a lot. Okay. Do you remember when we were doing the Game of the Year polls, and I think it's both the staff one and the, the community ones, a lot of people were saying, where's Wolfenstein? Yeah, where's Wolfenstein? No, loads of people love it. And really I, well I think the reason for the that site, is... So I've got it I was to surprised. Play. Definitely play it. And I think the reason why not a lot of people did play it is um, Activision really... It might have been Activision. Really did kind of ruin that Wolfenstein name. Like, the previous two games just weren't the best. They weren't kind of what gamers had wanted out of Wolfenstein. And this really comes back to something that resonated with the original Wolfenstein, which you can actually play. You can play Wolfenstein 3D in this game, which I thought was awesome. 
Um, That's neat. But (laughs) it's just a straight-ahead shooter with not a lot of fluff to it. Um, It's exactly what I wanted. Um, It's not reinventing the wheel, but it's giving you that really great experience that you wanted out of a first-person shooter. Don't give up on it. I won't give up uh, on it. So, Rich, what level are you on right now? Like, where are you playing it's a very good question. It's a while ago since I last put it in the drive. Um, I remember... Okay, so I think I've just got through to the bit where you save some resistance dudes. Okay, that's where it really starts... Yeah, that's where it really starts to take off. So the okay. next couple of levels slowly build into being better and better and better. So you're okay. right at the tipping point, I would say. Excellent. Okay, cool. I'm going to play that again this week. Yeah. I think I said to Rich like last week or the week before, I watched Wolfenstein. Like, you know, eh, it's all right. So, <laughs> and, so and, yeah, I sort of just left it. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh no, time. Dave, you, you got to <laughs> play it. It's it's really right. cool. Um, the other game that I, I play quite a bit is we've had some friends over the past couple of weeks, so I downloaded the Jackbox Party Pack onto the Xbox One, and I know Michelle had raved about Fibbage, um, which you can buy oh, yeah, Fibbage yeah, yeah, separately yeah. Um, for like I, I don't know, like ten bucks or something. Uh, but you can get the Jackbox Party Pack, which has Fibbage, You Don't Know Jack, and two other games for like $25, I think. So I just bought that. And the great thing about it is everybody plays on their phones, on their smartphones. So people don't have to have an Xbox One controller to do it. And it's That's uh, it's fantastic. Uh, we played Fibbage for about like two or three hours uh, the other night because we had some um, bad weather come through North Carolina. So we had friends actually staying the night with us because they didn't have power at their place. So we played Jackbox for like a couple of hours, and it is, Fibbage is fantastic. The only gripe I have is on the version of You Don't Know Jack that's in this box, You Don't Know Jack is so like um, focused on being able to ring in quickly, and different phones, I feel like, refresh at different rates, so I think there's a built-in latency there that makes it not the best experience, especially when compared to the Xbox 360 version of You Don't Know Jack, which you can use the, the big button controllers on which worked just great so i found i had some problems with you don't know jack but fibbage is just excellent i cannot recommend that highly enough if you have ever had people over okay. um oh we had the perfect opportunity to play that last night and i've oh yeah it. do it again how's the score broken up in that jack? um it's pretty evenly split between the four games i think i've actually got all of the achievements in the fibbage portion now but it, it's a full so do you get a thousand for the whole? You pack? Do, you get one thousand for the whole pack of four games. So the one cool right. thing, quote unquote, is you can stack Fibbage if you want to go and buy Fibbage in addition yeah. to Jackbox Party Pack. You can stack it. Um, but it's like five or six um, achievements for Fibbage, like five or six for you don't know Jack, five or six for this game called Drawful, five or six for this game called Lie Swatter, five or six for the and five or six for the other game called Word Spud. So there's actually five games in this pack that are all playable from your phone with other people. And I, I've got a feeling this isn't available here. It might not be. Cause I know you don't know Jack was not available in England. So definitely check on that. I know Fibbage, I had to switch regions and mess about. To uh, download that, so. That's terrible. That sucks. I'm sorry guys. Cause that <laughs> it's a great game that, that you guys would probably <laughs> like a lot. Uh, the other game that I, I literally just started this week, I just started shadow of Mordor, which, um, in direct opposition to what I said about Dying Light and how it's just a big open world full of crap to do. <laughs> I'm enjoying Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I think that's maybe because it's more of the Batman style than the Ubisoft yeah. style. The combat's quite yeah, good. Yeah, the combat's it? really yeah. good in it. Um, it's also really good with slowly doling out those achievements. I've only been able to play it for like mm-hmm. maybe an hour 
a couple of times a week, and I've actually got an achievement streak going. So I've been really happy that I can sit down for like an hour, pop an achievement or two, and then be able to set it down. Uh, but I'm really enjoying that. I know we've talked about it quite a bit at a few other places, but it's very much Batman meets Assassin Creed, Assassin's Creed yeah. in the world of Lord of the Rings. So I'm I'm really enjoying that a lot. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Yeah, I agree. It's good. I've finished the main story, but I have there's a load of achievements I need to go and clear up in that. Yeah, I'm at that point as well with it. the the only The only gripe that I had with it is uh, I put the disc in the drive and it was working to install it, and then when it worked to install, it said, "Oh, it needs an update." So it downloaded the update, and then it was installing, and it feel, felt like it was taking forever to install. Like I was literally. I feel like I watched like two hours of television and it still wasn't done installing. It was stuck at like 98% or something. So I left my Xbox One on. I think I went to the gym, came home, checked in on it like 11 o'clock that night, and it still had not installed. So I went looking through the internet to figure out if there was something going on, if there was a known bug or something. Had trouble finding anything. And eventually, I just deleted everything off of my drive, took my Xbox offline, put the game in so it would install... Got it installed, and then I brought it back online so that I could download the patch, which was a couple of gigabytes. It was like a 7-gigabyte patch or something. Um, so downloaded that, and then it stuck at 98% again. Oh, so yeah. I there, there, there was slash is something going on. The only way I got it to work was that I power cycled my 360 and then let it go, and, and it and it, and it worked. It got all installed, and I was able to play it. But there was there's just a weird... It got me on a rant about mandatory installs on the <laughs> Xbox One. I was just, it, it's like, man, I'm ready to go full digital if I got to put up with this every time I buy a game yeah, on yeah, disc. Yeah. Anyway, know that feeling. Yeah. So uh, those are the games we've all been playing. Quite a bit of stuff. Uh, I think that section is going to be a little bit shorter when we sit down and chat next week about packs, so we can jive yes. into pack goodness. Maybe we'll, we'll have like, packs. yeah, maybe we'll have a mailbag or something to ask questions about pack stuff. So uh, let's let's just jump straight into news. Um, we had a couple of site news things happen. Um, we had some site platform changes happen. Uh, Rich, do you want to talk a little bit about that real quick? Sure. Yeah, we, um, we, we've had this issue with um, XBLA for a while where it's, it's been XB, the, obviously the requirements for XBLA has changed uh, on Xbox 360 over the years. And now we have Xbox One. XBLA doesn't really exist anymore, anymore although there still are digital downloads. Um, so we thought, rather than us continuing to guess how this works, we'd redesign our system slightly. So we're now using Microsoft's uh, definition of XBLA, which was only on 360, and we've actually separated it as a separate platform. So because XBLA doesn't exist on any other platforms, it seems silly to have it available on all the other platforms. So it's now its own platform. All the platform stuff has been completely rewritten, um, which has meant the site leaderboards can now be much faster. They're much slicker if you go and look at them. Um, we moved everybody over from the old existing site leaderboard structure into the new system, um, so everybody can continue tracking their position as they were. Um, and hopefully it should mean things are faster on the site. Um, there's also allowances there for multi um, platform lists. So with the Windows 10 stuff around the corner, there's a there's a possibility that there might be more games that have identical lists and effectively shared lists across two different platforms. Right. So um, there, are, I think there are three examples currently on TA. There's a whole ton of them on TT. Um, so this makes sense to do it across the board. But it now allows us to tie a single game achievement list to multiple platforms. Right. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, as well as that, 
it's allowed us to redesign our games list and achievement list and make them all much faster so they are ajaxed up so no postbacks to to change stuff so um those pages will load much faster now as you change these filters and the ordering and the paging all of that stuff none of it posts back now it's all sort of reloads that part of the page that it needs to load you should notice um quite a considerable speed increase in those two pages and uh yeah so that's it for the site updates for yeah this uh and then we're starting to slowly roll out twitch integration we are dave can talk about that yeah so we we've wanted to do it for a while or i know i have at least and um we decided to just bite the bullet and jump on and create the official Twitch account. So that's uh, True Achievements TV. Um, we, we've got five members of staff at the minute just kind of working out, testing it, seeing what we can and can't do. Um, getting quite good feedback so far. Um, I think we're up to like 112 followers after like a week or so without really any promotion. So it's going quite well. Um We've got like we've worked out getting Skype in the game, you know, like on the stream, which has been a bit of a nightmare. But we've managed to get all that working syncs up, and uh, yeah, we we just try to vary up different games, different people, ranging from like Webchimp's been playing Trials, we've been playing Treasy mm. on Titanfall. So yeah, we just try to get some consistency at the moment, get it all working, get get to a level where we can actually go full on with it, hopefully soon. Yeah, so you can follow that. Um, there's a link on the homepage now in the follow us box to the Twitch channel, and we will be bringing in some more functionality around that soon. So we hope to get a, like a, a schedule up, um, like a bit like the gaming session calendar, where you can see everyone that's due to stream what they're going to be streaming, and we hope to bring you some games before they come out. Yeah, we managed to do that with uh, Zombie Army, luckily. Zombie, yeah, and quite a good one because because the develop- developers knew it was so kind of co-op focused. We got like a couple of codes rather than just the normal one, so we've been able to stream that in like the full co-op experience, which has gone down quite well. Mm. So yeah, you're, we hope to give you uh, more exclusives in 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 that regard coming soon on Twitch. So if you have any interest in Twitch, I know this is a massive thing now. It's the biggest gaming website in the world, um, and it's only been in existence for a couple of years. So um, we are we are bringing a TA presence to Twitch. Um, Xbox One uh, recently put out their March update, or at least announced what's going to be in the March update. Uh, the big things, uh, I'm just going to highlight them real quick, are screenshots, which I think Dave and I are very happy about because we can Finally. put those in reviews now. Yep. But by double tapping the X button, you can take a screenshot and then pressing Y will save it. Or you can say Xbox, take a screenshot, take a screenshot for you. So it's going to be really... Have you tried that yet? I have not. I have not found anything that I've wanted to take a screenshot of. Have you? I, I've got the functionality, not used it, but I'm really curious to how it works. Because you know, say you got something brilliant on screen, how do you capture it that quick? Because it's going to take a couple of seconds. Do you know? To... Yeah, I'm kind of wondering. So that I don't, too. I don't know if it kind of mm. it's like back a little bit from the moment you first press the Xbox button, or I don't know how it works. But maybe you can try that. Maybe you can record a gameplay video and then go back and watch that video and take a screenshot off of it. Yeah, that, yeah that's probably yeah. the easiest way, I would imagine. Uh, other things in the update, suggested friends, so friends of friends, people you might want to know. Um, new options for sharing nice. your real name. There's the tile transparency, which I think we've talked about a little bit. And then there's going to be some additional updates in each regional area. Uh, so they're just, you know, it seems like they're cleaning stuff up right now, rather than adding in yeah. a bunch of new stuff, which is nice. Um, 
I think we're all expecting a major overhaul at some point, probably around like E3 is typically yeah. when they'll roll stuff like that out. There's going to be some stuff tied into the Windows 10 yeah, launch, I would imagine. Exactly. Are any of you on the preview program? I am. Did you get that? Is it called Overduck? Ah, oh, I saw something about that. I haven't. I think I that's rolled out this week for preview members, and it basically asks you which of like gives you a list of games. I think it's like five, six games, and you can say which kind of game you prefer. Okay. And then it's supposed to match make you with people with similar interests. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. We should mention this. It's not in this list, but um, the 360 preview yes. program that was announced a couple of weeks ago, which is was I was amazed by. I was really surprised hmm. that they were doing that. But um, obviously they're still working on improving the dash on the 360, and fair play to them for that. Yeah. Did you see what came? What, what, was the, what was in the preview? I haven't downloaded it myself. I'm, 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 I'm now sort of tied to my Xbox One. Yeah, like, it's very rare that, I, <laughs> I very rare that I'll send the 360 on again now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting though, isn't it? It's an yeah. interesting business decision. It's good that they're still supporting it. Yeah, totally agree. I'm actually debating moving my 360 into our guest room so that when my wife watches garbage TV that I hate, I can just move <laughs> into the guest room and start playing like my 360 backlog that I figured I would never touch again. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah I still have that massive backlog. Yeah. All right. Um... Speaking of backlogs, uh, a game that it might be in mind hmm. at some point is Halo the Master Chief Collection, um, which evidently 343 and Microsoft are still trying to fix that, oh, uh, which I, I part of me feels like that's expected. It's got four games in it, each with their own issues and platforms, so it doesn't surprise me that there are still bugs being ironed out, but that is, I still think that's a super big black eye on Microsoft, that their, terrible, their flagship it? franchise is still that buggy, um, but... It's, it's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, Did you hear the rumor about that? No, about tell us, Dave. Why it's so we don't do rumors or speculation, but yeah, I want right. to hear. That's why, and, and it's never been mentioned on the sex for that reason. But I've heard a rumor that sort of like Xbox Live is supposed to get like a big upgrade, you know, with Windows 10 and oh, the integration yeah. there, and Halo was supposed to be some way linked into that. Hmm. And that's partly why it's a bit clunky now, like. It's uh, because it's relying on stuff that's not yeah, like and things like this overdog stuff and all this that's come in. Interesting. Right. To kind of like be worked back. Yeah, well, I, I just feel really bad for everybody who bought that game wanting to play Halo multiplayer on their Xbox One and just hasn't been able to do it reliably yet. And hopefully that doesn't impact Halo 5 too much um, because that is a game I will be buying. You've got to feel it must do, though, mustn't it? It must be impacting. Yeah, yeah some people must have. All of the, the amount of people that are still working on it, the fact that it's still not 100. percent Yeah, I mean, this shipped what was five it months was ago. Thank November, right? So yeah, that's November, almost five yeah. months now. That's not good. Especially when it's you're such a big yeah. title. I know. Well, speaking of other things that people have been waiting a long time for, Grand Theft Auto V is finally going to get their <laughs> online heist that have been promised since yeah. September of 2013. <laughs> so if we want to wow. talk about delays and people waiting on promises, uh, I think Rockstar is finally looking like they're going to make good on that. Um, but they've also delayed the PC version of that game, so I don't... <laughs> I know we don't care about PC gaming, but the whole saga that is Grand Theft Auto Five, and at this point is, I'm kind of glad I'm not so into that franchise. Online heist is that just coming to 360, no, or is both. it coming to both, both at the same time? Yeah, I might I might pick it up on the one at that point. Then. And it comes I know there's new, new achievements, achievements, aren't yeah. 
All right, so it's could be that's coming. Uh, speaking of something else that is coming, Forza yes. Horizon Two presents Fast and Furious. I do not do racing games, Excellent. and I have not watched a Fast and Furious title in years. Racing yeah. fans, take it away. Um, there's very little that I've seen. I saw the trailer, and it doesn't really give a lot away, if anything, really. It just looked like normal Forza Horizon 2. The interesting thing was that it's going to be a standalone game, so you don't need Forza Horizon 2 to play this, I believe. Did you see that, Dave? I think I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Um, but to be honest, if it's more Forza Horizon 2, I will lap it up, <laughs> no matter what it is. That game is so good. Yeah, I think... I've not really seen anything about this at all, to be honest. That'll be very There's a really yeah. brief trailer that doesn't tell you when it's just. I think the big thing is um, the normal Forza Horizon. If you, well. I think if you own Forza Horizon Two, it's going to be a free from March 27th through April March 10th, and after 20, that, it's only going yep. to cost ten bucks. So I think that's right, that's kind okay. of a smart way to do that. That it's going to reward those who are big fans while just being a minimal charge for those who get into it late. Okay, I just lent my game disc. To my mate, so that's really yeah, bad timing. Get it back. back. Get, get it back, back yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so more Forza Horizon 2 on the way. A uh, couple of other game announcements. Fable Legends. Uh, I'm probably the only one of you that's even even remotely looking at this, but Lionhead <laughs> has said Fable Legends is going to be a free-to-play title coming to Windows 10 PCs and Xbox One. I've been so skeptical of this game ever since it was announced because this... I respect that Lionhead's trying to evolve what is Fable, but this I have like no interest in this game. But since it's free to play, mm. I might actually check it out now. Well, maybe they found that there was a million people like you, Jay, that yeah. had no interest in thought. Well, and I know I did sign up for the beta. I did not get into it, uh, but I just everything I yeah everything well, I, I see from this point. game just it looks like something they're they're trying something, and I just I really just want a proper. Fable 4 on Xbox One, and I'm really wondering if I'm going to get it at this point. Am I correct? In th- so I think I've seen some footage of this. Is this the one where you can play as the bad guy? Yeah, I think yes. I think it's basically... I have never played a MOBA, but I think it's basically a MOBA. Right. Um, or actually, it might not be a MOBA. It may be more of an um, asymmetric multiplayer experience, but I don't know. I Evolve. Yeah, yeah something like that. To evolve, yeah. yeah. But it's one of the, it's the first. Oh, it's been announced for DirectX 12 as well, and it? it's been built. Yeah, I uh, believe Microsoft's putting a big push behind this, at least on the back end for tech. So choose a cartoony game for the first, yeah. for the first From one. People who've played the beta, like a lot of people said, it's like the best looking game oh. they've seen. Mm. Yeah, like really, really impressed with it. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, well, one game that's really got me excited, and I don't know if either of you have actually looked at this, but I saw this came out of GDC this announcement, uh, but the developers Compulsion, who made the game Contrast back in 2013, which we reviewed, and I believe Michelle liked it quite a bit, have yeah. announced this game called We Happy Few, which you need to look at this trailer if you hadn't yet. It's kind of a dystopian 1984 Bioshock-type deal, and I gotta say, it gave me the tingly winglies. Like, I'm <laughs> now very excited to see what this game has. Uh, I know they are at PAX right now, so I'm hoping Rochelle actually gets to look at this uh, because it it looks really sweet. Uh, did either of you two look at the story that Chewie wrote up about it last week? I'm just literally looking at it now, and I see what you mean about the Bioshock vibe. 
Uh, it looks cool, doesn't it? I love the screenshots. Look really interesting. Yeah, and the trailer's even better, Rich. You got to check out the trailer okay. when recording. I will check that out. Uh, but it, I, aside from me just saying, "Ooh, very excited," I don't have anything else to say about that. I just wanted to put that in there. Saying, <laughs> Is it just the visual style that's got? And it's the, the visual yeah. style <laughs> and the, the, the first person perspective, and I'm naturally okay. drawn into dystopias. It's something I've always been fascinated with, even before I was in video games. I've always loved the notion of a futuristic dystopia. So I'm okay. I'm really excited about seeing Fair what they have. I look forward to your review. So I've not seen anything. Oh yeah, that, you guys, but you you totally need to check it out, both of you. Um, speaking of things, people will be able to check out uh, games with gold titles in the Xbox One can now be queued from the 360. So if you have a 360 and are planning on getting an Xbox One at some point, you can grab those games with gold titles before you get an Xbox One. You could do this. On Xbox.com yeah, before. Yeah, I think you could. But this is just... Right, so it's just added yeah, that. It's removing, it's removing another barrier. So I think that's great okay. for those who are been a little pokey about upgrading to the new gen, which I'm seeing deals left and right for Xbox Ones bundled with games and extra controllers at like super cheap prices. So I, I'm, I'm thinking a lot of people are going to be upgrading soon, hopefully. Do you, how, what do you feel about this in general? Because... This is sort of allowing someone. I mean, it, obviously, I said they could already do this on Xbox.com. So potentially, someone could pick up a, a brand new Xbox One now if they've been downloading all the games with gold stuff for the last, or or at least um, buying it in in quotes, uh, accepting the Xbox One games. They could be buying a, a console with maybe ten, ten games yeah. to play straight away. So they get the hardware, but there's no incentive for them to go and then spend the cash on mm-hmm. the. Well, if games, you think about it, Rich, what games have Xbox One gamers gotten with games with gold? It's been primarily ID at Xbox One games, which aren't that yep. expensive. Yeah, um, I think Rayman Legends, or that's the one for this month, has that's been month, yeah. one of the only ones that has not been an ID at Xbox game. So, so it's not like I don't think yep. Microsoft's going to be out a lot of money from this. And it's, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I just think it's it's, it, it's not... It's 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 not the money from the games that they're that they're getting with the box. It's the games that they're not purchasing because oh, okay. they've got all this content. I see what you're free. saying now. So they're not going to go out and buy AAA stuff because they've got all this crappy. Well, yeah, and, and we'll talk more about ID and Xbox here in a minute. But I, I kind of feel like I've been trying to think of a good comparison to this, and the best one that I come up with is AAA games on the Xbox One are kind of like that big rock show like if you're going to see u2 or metallica you're getting this full stadium experience with pyrotechnics and lights and it's just an, a sensory overload i need xbox one games are like acoustic guitars at a coffee shop like you can still enjoy them they can yeah. still be really good but it's not a lot, there's more, a lot variety more variety but as well. it's not gonna be the same as that big stadium rock show which I don't, I don't know that's the best comparison i've come up with um so I'm really glad we have variety in ID at Xbox titles, and, and uh, I'm I glad Microsoft has given game developers of all sizes an outlet to get their games to a wider audience. But it's going to take a lot more to separate, you know, what is good from what is not. Which is why I'm glad we are doing more of these ID at Xbox reviews because it gives us a chance to really get into those. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, we're going to be trying to bring you as much as we can on that front. All right. Um, so a couple of game announcements came out of GDC, and it's more than we could really talk about. But we're just going to hit um, two really big ones and then a brief discussion about the ID at Xbox roundup. 
and then um, we'll kind of cut it there and talk more about PAX next week. Uh, but the one thing I know, I mentioned that I just finished playing Wolfenstein. The day after I got my completion on Wolfenstein, <laughs> not kidding, the day after, Bethesda comes out and announced Wolfenstein The Old Blood, which is going to be... just waiting for you to finish yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be a standalone... That's yeah. not a very... Oh, I was very excited. It's going to be a standalone expansion, <laughs> so you do not need the new order to get it. It's going to be twenty bucks, and it's really going to be—it's going to be a prequel to the new order, where you're actually infiltrating a Nazi castle, pretty much Castle Wolfenstein, before the events of the new order. The trailer looks fantastic. The screenshots look great. I'm all in on this experience now. When when do we? No release date. Presumably. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Grab a margarita, a taco, and some Wolfenstein. Um, so May fifth is when gamers can be right. expecting this. That's not long uh, at all. No, not long at all. And I am full on ready for it. Uh, How have they kept this quiet until two months before? Uh, I th- I think they did a big misdirection because Bethesda's other big announcement was they were going to finally do an E three show. So they are a publisher doing their standalone E three show where hopefully we're going to be getting the announcement of Fallout 4 and Dishonored 2 and Doom, and hopefully they'll be pumping all that stuff out. And I think with that big announcement, everyone kind of forgot a little bit about Wolfenstein and gave Machine Games some distance to get this thing developed. So I'm really really excited about that. I actually put in the the picture of Mike Myers from old Saturday Night Live being D-Time, as happy as a little girl. (laughs) I was very excited about that. So... uh, I'm sad, sad Michelle's not here to talk about I, the next one because she would be even I know. more excited than Mike Myers. I think that's the, the great story. Yeah, <laughs> is, not we yet. say she's at PAX, but she's really just shaking in happiness. Um, <laughs> Harmonix has announced yeah. Rockman 4 is coming to Xbox One. Um, I know I chatted with Michelle from PAX, and she's already pre-ordered her, her <laughs> Xbox One guitar. Uh, they got a special yeah, guitar. Yeah, she's already though, pre-ordered yeah. herself a guitar. Um but Rock Band 4 coming to Xbox One. Uh, are either of you guys excited about this? I know, Dave, you're, you're in a band I for real what? life. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Go, go, go. When it was announced, I was literally like, showing money <laughs> on the screen. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> no, I can't wait. I think it's a good time. It's, yeah, it's I agree. been a while. They, they oversaturated it, didn't they, yeah. between them yep. and Guitar Hero. And it's been yeah. a while. I think, I think we're all ready but for There's it. some key things. So those of you that I'm sure... Pretty much everyone knows about this announcement, but there are some a couple of really key pointers in this. Um, in that, firstly, your old instruments will work uh, with the new games, and secondly, they're trying to bring all the DLC that you've already brought. I think ninety five percent of it, anyway, um, for free if you've already purchased it to the new platform, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Really, if you think how much effort would go into doing that, um, and the licensing involved, I imagine that was non trivial as well. So. Um, for those of, I mean, I, I I enjoyed Rock Band a lot. I haven't purchased tons and tons of content, um, but it's pretty cool that that content will come with you. I know there are some pretty fanatical Rock Band fans out there um, that are going to be over the moon with this. And I have actually been following some of the discussion online, and um, there's quite a few people that moved to PS4 when the latest um, gen consoles came out who were 360 players before. And I've read that quite a lot of people are thinking now it's actually going to cost me more to re-download all that DLC on PlayStation 4 than it would do to just buy an Xbox One 
and, and have it all for free on the Xbox One. So I think it will actually sell consoles. For the for it's you wouldn't expect that, but for those people that invested a lot in their 360 Rock Band um, DLC collections and haven't got an Xbox One yet, you can be pretty sure that they'll. I, I would say one, it's pretty smart too. Yeah, and I think as well, like yeah. You could you could pay couldn't you to like import your rock band one tracklist yes. over was it? Uh, I don't I didn't get three so I don't, I'm not sure how it worked two to three but and I've got a ton just yes. from doing that and then the other yeah I did that too. Up, so, um, yeah. I'm really excited. It's been such a long time. They're all they're all still in the loft. They're all packed away. Um, I might I probably treat myself to a new guitar I think. Um, but I am really looking forward to it. There's a there's a six minute um, video that Rock Band released. Um, along with this announcement and it's quite interesting that they're real they've really pared down the studio now um they don't have mtv involvement anymore they're pretty much calling themselves an indie again um and it looks cool it looks exciting you can tell the people there are really excited to be working on it so yeah I, yeah i'm excited too uh yeah and it's this year as well yeah. isn't it? Yeah. i um, Summer, i think it, i i do not regret i got rid of all my rock band equipment when we moved from ohio to north carolina because we didn't have space for it so i don't regret that but I, I may have to keep my eye out. I'll probably pick up a guitar in the game in a bundle when retailers are itching to get them off of their shelves. Um, so, but uh, I, I don't know. My, my personal party <laughs> game of preference has always been the more trivia style games. But uh, who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll jump back into Rock Band at some point too. I was, I was the definition of a casual Rock Band guy. Oh, so was I. But. Um... I did love it when I was playing it. All right. Uh, the last thing we wanted to, to talk about, um, I know we've already mentioned it briefly, are the ID at Xbox announcements from GDC. Uh, for those of you not aware, there are not one, not two, three stories on the front page about 33 X, or no, 54, 54 upcoming oh. ID at Xbox titles from GDC. So there is just a, a ton of, of new games coming digital digital only. I encourage all of you to at least scroll through those three stories. I know I did recently. Um, the games that really jumped out to me, um, there were three games that I thought looked really neat. Uh, one is Bedlam, which is a first-person shooter that looks like it's jumping through a bunch of different games. Uh, the thing I like the most about it, aside from the obvious premise, is that it has, has different voices in it. Like It sounds like it's being made on your side of the pond, and there's some rich dialectical variety in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. And then uh, Shadow Blade Reload <laughs> looks kind of like a Mark the Ninja Ninja Gaiden, obviously just because they have ninjas. Um, but it looks kind of like a neat platform action game. And then I'm very interested in Shovel Knight. Um, I know I wrote a story uh, this past week about Shovel Knight coming to Xbox One. It's going to have all this content, and then the Battle Toads are going to be in it. Uh, not much of that appeals to me, but it looks very much like the type of retro style game that I would enjoy. Um, have either of you taken a look at any of these games, anything jumping out to you off them, or haven't you gotten a chance to parse through all of the work that Becca did on this? I've had a, I've, I've had a brief look. Um, he's got, you've got to say, there's, looking at the screenshots and the videos, not that I've looked at all of them, but just from looking at the screenshots, you can yeah. say there's something for everyone here. I mean, there's a, a vast variety of stuff. Um, the thing that stood out for me was Space Dust Racers, which is a... Um, sort of cartoony uh multiplayer racing game with crazy vehicles um just looks right up my alley micro machine style but you can play online as well so i think that would be a definite purchase for me um but you have to say that there's a lot of interesting looking stuff uh, a lot of this will depend on price yeah, yeah. um 
but yeah, I, I take a look at the stories. There's a ton of stuff. As I, as I said, there's literally something for everyone here. Did any of you look at uh, Fortified? Nope. No. It's uh, it sounds like you might enjoy it. Jay uh, combines third person shooting. Oh yeah, I did scroll game. past it. I scrolled past that. It, it didn't grab me enough for me to click on the trailer, but I may have to follow that closely as it gets like its own individual coverage. All right. Uh, well, we are obviously going to be back hopefully next week to talk about packs and all the stuff out of that. Get first person reports from Michelle as to what was good, bad, and or ugly on the show floor at packs. Uh, but let's take a look. I'm just going to look ahead to some of the releases that we have coming out. Obviously, ID at Xbox is flooding the market with tons of stuff, and we are doing our best to bring you reviews on all of that stuff. Um, <laughs> depending on when we get this podcast posted, um, there will have been a ton of DLC that comes out uh, the week of the 9th. Um, Grand Theft Auto, the heists are coming. There's going to be DLC, the assignment, or DLC for the Evil Within called The Assignment. Far Cry 4 is getting Valley of the Yetis. Uh, DMC Devil May Cry, the Definitive Edition, is coming out to the Xbox One. Um, also, Ori in the Blind Forest, which was, I believe, announced at E3 this past year, looked kind of interesting. It's coming out this week, as is L.A. Cops. Um, it's going to be on Friday the 13th. And then next week, looking ahead to the week of the se- uh, week of the 16th, Project Cars is getting its release date, which means we don't, which means we can stop Finally, posting stories and a million screenshots. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, Battlefield Cars. Hardline coming out next week as well. It's going to be a yeah, big one. That's a big, um, big release. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's my birthday, so. Happy birthday, Dave. It's uh, <laughs> birthday, Dave. <laughs> I will pick uh, that up too. We'll play some. Yes. I like the look of Ride as well, actually. The motorbike racing game. I should probably pick um, that up. Final Fantasy Type O is coming out the week of the 16th as well. Bladestorm Nightmare and then Ride uh, is coming out. Then the uh, week of the 23rd, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, and Borderlands 2. So that big Borderlands collection is coming to Xbox One. Uh, Slender the Arrival. Tempted. Coming out um, via ID at Xbox. Yeah. And then Forza Horizon 2 presents Fast and the Furious is coming out the 27th. It's going to be it's a super pretty busy, busy month. busy month, isn't it? Uh, and then on Monday the 30th, we have Grave, which I've heard nothing about. Uh, it's coming out on Xbox One. <laughs> uh, just as a reminder, ID at Xbox Games all month long. You can get Rayman Legends for Xbox One, which is evidently outstanding. Yep, it's a good game. And then good game, good game. Recommend a it. pair it's of good games game. on the 360 this month. Uh, you can get Tomb Raider uh, on the 360 until the 15th. Definitely pick that definitely up. And then Bioshock game. Infinite. Definitely pick that up. Uh, do that. Which I've got it. It's real good. Uh, and then the big story for. Uh, okay. Xbox or Games with Gold is that there will be bonus games coming in April. So they're doubling up the games that you can get in Xbox uh, Games with Gold for April. So that's the news. That's the podcast as we see it. Uh, awesome. What are you guys planning on uh, playing this week? Anything special or interesting you're hoping to get your hands on? Um, I'm going to finish the Far Cry 4 story. I'm going to finish Wolfenstein, having just spoken to you about it. And then there was a load of ID games that came out on Friday. I will probably choose... There was, yep. there was three that came out all on the same day. I will uh, probably yeah. pick one of those three that I like the look of the most to play. Um, but I'm also, I'm just going to say, I'm going to res um, on Thursday this week. I'm taking Doomfall and Webchimp. Uh, res is a gaming show in London, which was traditionally... Um, PC only, 
and it's certainly more PC focused than any of the other shows, but it's run by the Eurogamer team. And this year they have a massive idea Xbox presence uh, with, I think something like, uh, let me just read it. 22 playable ID wow. games. So I will hope to bring um, some, including LA cops and some of the other ones we've talked about uh, are all going to be there. Uh, I will hope to talk about that on the podcast next week um, with Michelle, because hopefully some of that will cross over with the stuff she's been playing. Yep. Sounds good. Dave, what are you doing? Uh, including Goat Simulator. Uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> all right. uh, Dave, oh, and Bedlam. Bedlam. Bedlam is there. Yeah. I've just noticed. Oh, okay. Cool. Dave, what are you planning on looking into this week? Uh, more Zombie Army Trilogy. Um, we've got reviews pretty much due to go up for all of the games that came out Friday, uh, hopefully sometime early week. So I'll see what, what the scores are and then may pick up some of them. And then I think I might start Wolfenstein because I can give... Uh, about there it. We, go. we need to play some of the crew. Yeah, I'll yeah, just definitely remember. get some of that. Oh, and when's Heist coming out? Is that this week? On Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, so I'll probably do some of that. Yep. Friday for us, probably. Yeah. But, um, um, since it's digital, I think it's universally on Tuesday. Oh, is it, it? Un- universal? Global. And they're quite good. I, mean, I don't know how late you guys stay up, but do you know if it's coming out on, say, the Tuesday, it's literally like midnight, it switches on yes. and you can get it. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, I'm probably going to stick with some Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I'm enjoying that. Uh, White Knight, which was one of the releases from Friday, ha- has intrigued me. Um, if you've read any of the stories that I've written on it, you can, say I, you can tell I have a lot of fun watching those trailers and reading that stuff, so I may check that out. Uh, and then one of my buddies back in Ohio sent me a text message like, Hey, do you still have Destiny? And I'm hmm. like, yes. So I, I may jump back into Destiny and play that with some of my buddies. Um, may finally dig back into that. So that's that's kind of on my gaming plate. But if we're going to be chatting with you all next week, we'll have plenty of time to talk about other stuff then. Uh, so let's uh, yeah. let's wrap this up, get busy with the rest of our Sundays. So uh, on behalf of Rich and Dave, I am Jonathan, otherwise known as OSU Blue Jacket, wishing you a happy March, a happy PAX, and we'll be seeing you back here next week. I'm just going to quickly say before we say goodbye, um, we've mentioned our Twitters on the show this week so if any of you want to follow us on twitter mine is richstone99 mine's dave kinetic and mine's osu blue jacket (laughs) cool follow us on twitter (laughs) Bye. bye bye